0: Welcome to the Vorthos Podcast with your host, Matt W. Ruff.
1: Thank you, Bob. So this is the Ten Commandments Part 3. We'll, we'll finish up the Ten Commandments. We have the five, what's called the moral commands left. And so let's begin. The moral commands... Are the ones do not commit there's five of them basically do not commit murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not covet basically exactly it's the sixth commandment you shall not murder the seventh commandment you shall not commit adultery, which again it's not the full story, but we'll get in there. The eighth commandment, you shall not steal. The ninth commandment, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And the tenth and last of the Ten Commandments, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or your his male or female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Which can be pretty much shortened to do not covet If, big if, big I, big F, you know, if society followed the, ten, the these five commandments, most of the problems would go away. It's still really that simple. Somebody once said, if you don't follow the Ten Commandments, you'll follow the 10 million laws. And, and that's kind of the way it is. Um, every year... We had thousands of pages of laws trying to get people to do certain things and not do certain things. Now, in the last several years, some of these laws have just been bad laws, but before that, it was simply a matter of you know trying to get people to follow these really five simple rules. The trouble is the government is making laws okaying these things. And we'll get to that in the course of this. But if you could simply follow the five moral laws or commandments, most of the problems wouldn't exist. Most good laws can be simplified to one of these. Let's take number one. It's the top one. Most people think it's 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 useless everybody believes you shouldn't murder you know anti-religious anti-christian people like to say well, you got to tell me not to murder murder is wrong but history proves they're wrong in the last century somewhere around 100 million people were murdered fyi i'm not talking killed in war i'm talking about murdered or killed in not a permissible way, you know, self-defense. The main actors, of course, were Hitler with his, his try to annihilate, to annihilate the Jewish state. Stalin, Mao, Tung over in China were the big players, but there were many smaller players that did their part. Today, the number one source by a wide margin is abortion. And thanks to the evil Supreme Court justices that made it possible, it's now legal. So you can legally murder. And that's when America has started to change. Because if you can legally murder, then you can legally steal, and you can. It, it, this, this is a cascade effect. The second one do not commit adultery is somewhat misleading in the way that it's translated. God's prohibition against adultery is wider than just what we think of as adultery. Most people understand adultery is if you're married, cheating on your spouse. That's adultery. Which, that is adultery. But that's not the only thing blocked by this commandment. It's a probably more accurate descriptions. Do not commit sexual sins. Now, that, if you go and look at the Levitical law, which is the Jewish Torah, Torah law, in Leviticus chapter 18, you find a whole list of things. You know, don't sleep with your neighbors. Wife, don't sit with your neighbor's daughter. Don't, you know, it goes down this list and it includes things like incest, homosexuality, and bestiality. Now, they there's no transgender stuff there because, logically speaking and biologically speaking, bio, uh, transgender doesn't exist you're born male or female, that's it. Now, their argument that gender doesn't determine it, you know, is a joke. But just to be clear, Deuteronomy 22 does say that a man should not wear a woman's clothes and a woman shouldn't wear a man's clothes. So that part's in there. <clears throat> but, you know, it, and people look for loopholes all the time. It's just not generally a good thing to do, <clears throat> but people do it. In the, in the homosexuality, they say, well, it's against homosexuality, but lesbian is fine. I don't think so. I mean, it's not listed in there, but it, it's covering homosexuality and the general says, whether it's male homosexuality or female homosexuality, it's still the same thing. you shall not steal now of all the things, most people understand that one and that one's still actually, you know, most people understand on the basic level you shouldn't rock over to your neighbor's, you know, house, break in, steal his whatever jewelry, TV, money, But that's just on the simple level. To fully understand it, you need to look at where the commandment is directed. If you look at do not steal, you can summarize all five moral laws in the do not steal. So there's this overlapping if you steal somebody's life, which is murder, okay, do you see how that is? Slavery was the stealing of a person to become a slave. Now, to be fair, in some cases, I don't know the percentages, but it's more than just a few, African kings sold either conquering tribes or their own tribes for trinkets or money, whatever you want to call it uh, in slavery. They were sold. So, but slavery is still wrong. The Bible talks about slavery a whole lot. It's clear that it's wrong in certain cases. Now there are certain words where the slave is just mistranslated in a whole lot of ways the uh, there's an ancient there's a history way of selling yourself to somebody for a period of time to work off a of debt somewhat like work today you know i will ten year you know fields for 7 years to pay off the debt on this piece of land that happened a lot and that kind of st- st- is not illegal it's just taking out a loan and paying it back But stealing goes beyond just taking somebody's deal. It can be translated to much bigger things. In America, government's definition is defined in the Constitution and in the amendments to the Constitution. Now, there's a whole bunch of laws that make it legal, but it's not really government's job. Bible, the Ten Commandments, the Levitical law, were all part of the things the founders looked at when they built the Constitution. And the reason the Ten Commandments were so important, that it limits government. Now, limiting government is always a good thing, I think. Now, there are people that want big government. I don't know why. I mean, the government is the worst way to do about everything there is. It's the only way to do the military, let's face it. But it's a very expensive and very not non-efficient way to do it. I mean, you can just look at about anything they do. If the government, which all states have a Department of Motor Vehicles where you register your car. Never, ever, ever gotten through one of those processes in a fast way. Ever. I mean, every X number of years when you come to either renew your tags, which has gotten, I will admit, in Nashville where I live, it's gotten a little bit more efficient. But take, for instance, a driver's license renewal. Simple renewal, not changing anything. Took me an hour and 15 minutes last time, which is just about 18 months ago, I think. If McDonald's or Chick fil A or In N Out Burgers or one of those people were in charge of doing the process, mm-hmm. pff, you know, 10 minutes and be done. But government isn't efficient at doing things. So everybody wants big government, wants inefficiencies, which is crazy. Anyway. Mm-hmm back to stealing stealing the government does all the time i mean the whole push by certain liberal progressive groups is steal from the rich basically by taxing them to death to give to the poor now they're really not giving it to the poor they're doling it out and buying votes but to the to the person that's not educated about it Oh great! I'm getting free money. There's no such thing, but they're getting it, especially from the government. Anytime the government overtaxes somebody, they're stealing from. Now, it's legal stealing, just like you can legally kill a baby in a womb through abortion because of you know some seven. I think justices thought it was a okay thing to do. Still so don't make it right, you know. I have a little plaque on my wall that says, Never let the state determine ethics. The Holocaust was legal. Slavery was legal. And, and we could go on for a while. The things that have been legal that are, are totally wrong. So ethics is not something the government should define. God defines ethics and it's defined in mainly the old Testament. These five commandments are the root of them. It's totally wrong for government to steal from its overtaxing people. Now, one of the problems is you have, I don't know of a billionaire that's a real Christian in my view. There may be because I, I don't know them all, but you know Bill Gates. Bill Gates is an agnostic. He goes to the Catholic Church and participates. He raises his kids because he believes in in that ethics that the Catholic Church teaches. You know, seven deadly sins and so on and so forth. But he doesn't practice it. He sure doesn't. You know, he doesn't. He's trying to do things through his foundation, some of which are good, but some of which are bad. Now, I don't want to pick him Bill Gates because he's one of the nicer ones. You know, Jeff Bezos hasn't done much with his gazillions. Um, and you go down the list. So, you know, they, they a bunch of them have this pledge to give away, you know, 50% of their money. The trouble is after they they spend all they want. You know, when they die, 50% of them go, They need to be giving it away every year. But the government should not overtax people to give to somebody else who's lazy and doesn't do certain things. Now, not everybody is poor is lazy. Some of them are hard workers. But with all the billions, and we're talking billions and billions of dollars we spend, I still see... The guy on the street corner, you know, asking for money. I still see the homeless all over the country on TV and not too many where I live. They're not doing a very good job. I mean, government is just not the way to do most things. But they shouldn't steal, and they're currently doing that way too much of the time. They shouldn't murder either, and they've. They don't do that themselves. To to kill somebody who's been convicted on a hideous crime is not murder. There's total justification for the killing of people that take a life. You know, eye for an eye, foot for a foot, life for a life. I'm not saying everybody that kills somebody should get the death penalty. That's not what I'm saying. But for Some people, it's the only solution. That being said, I'm totally fine with life in prison without any chance of parole, especially the way it's set up now because they spend much more money going through endless appeals to try to change that death penalty. You should not bear false witness. Lying in the court of law is a huge problem for justice. Yeah, I have a little story to tell you. I uh, live in Nashville, but I was in the neighboring town of Franklin, which is in technically a different county. And uh, I got caught speeding. No big, you know, how many people have been the victim of a speed trap? Anyway, so I got the ticket. It was a it was a setup speed trap. You know, the policeman's sitting there with his gun at a, at a blind spot, and it's it's really funny. There was a map. At least I know there's a map in Texas where, the guys developed this map of where they they have ridiculously slow speed limits in these spots, where they can set up a speed trap to make money, basically. Anyway. I go down that I used to go down that road several times a week. And so the fact that I only got caught once is probably pretty good. But anyway, I was ticketed for going 46 and a 30. Now to be quite honest, I thought the speed on was 40. And so going 46 and a 40, cause it was going slightly downhill. I generally go around 40. So got caught, got a ticket, went to pay the bill. Now, I walked into the Williamson County thing and surprisingly, there was nobody. I mean, there's no line. So, here to pay my bill, the lady gets driver's license, pulls up stuff. He goes, You have a clean record. I go, Yes. He goes, If you take this to the judge, he'll send you to traffic school and it won't go on your record. I says, I go, The trouble was, I did speed. Now, I thought it was 40, but even 46, you know, I get it. It was speeding. I'm guilty. I'll pay the fee. There's a guy behind her. I didn't know who he was. This man, and he comes over and says, so you're just going to pay the ticket? I go, yeah, I'm just going to pay the ticket. I mean, I've been driving for 40 years, and he started making, trying to make the war. Rocket. Well, we need those. We need speed limit signs, and there's been tests that we really don't. Probably need them around school districts, okay. But most of the stop signs in America, most of the ones, I'm not talking about four-way stop signs, I'm talking about ways to break up roads because people just, slow people start off driving slow and they just keep accelerating until they see a stop sign and then they slow down kind of thing. They don't get to a speed limit and stop. So um, they put these stop signs every so often just to slow you down. Anyway, that's a argument for another day but I was guilty I was there to pay my fee and and this guy's having a a discussion with me it's totally pleasant I'll discuss it I just think most speed limit signs and stop there's gazillion of them that we could go without in fact if you did away with the model instead of it being in charge of your life you're you pay more attention that's what they found out. They, they did this experiment somewhere in England where they took all the signs, all the, it wasn't a big town, but they took all the speed limit signs out. They took all the stop signs and yield signs. The only thing they left were the two lights in the two main streets. And it all worked out just fine. Anyway, so we're having this discussion and I say in this case, I can control the car on that road at 40 all day long in a rain Now not in ice, but I wouldn't be driving it in ice, but you know, in rain, whatever my car can handle that speed all day long. Actually no risk to anybody. And we're talking. He's very nice. He looks at the ticket, looks at my driver's license. He pulls up something. He says, so what are we doing over here? I see you're from Nashville. I said, well, I was leaving Darrell Walter, who was a customer of mine, the NASCAR hall of famer. And, I was heading back to my house in Bellevue. And he goes, so you're just pleading guilty. I go, yep, because I am guilty. And I don't know why, but he says, well, I'm the judge here. And, you know, I get very few honest men. So click, I'm letting you out of the ticket. And he dismissed it and I didn't have to pay. My point about all this is this. If you're a Christian and you get caught speeding or you get whatever it is, if you're guilty, do not plead innocent. Don't go through the process of working the system to get out of it. Pay the ticket. Now the judge lets you off. No problem. But a Christian should in a court of law and most of the other times, speak the truth. Now I've been on the jury duty several times and when they're sworn in, do you promise to tell the whole truth? Nothing but the truth. That means if you don't tell the whole story, I have a son who was notorious for not quote lying. He said, but he wouldn't tell me the whole truth. You're notorious for it. That's why I had to follow up with 15,000 questions every time. If you're a Christian, if you're accused of what you're guilty of, you're not innocent. Don't plead innocent. Answer the question. Answer it as clearly as possible. Period. The end. Now, on the topic of all lying. No, that's not not what this verse is attacking. If you're telling a, a fish story and, You know, you're bragging about this 18-inch fish that was really only nine inches. (laughs) That's no big deal. Nobody gets hurt by that, okay? Unless it's at a fish market and you're trying to, you got your foot on the scale making it, you know, heavier, and that's illegal and that's wrong. That would be bearing false witness. But you know, telling a tall tale—that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about lies and especially lies against another person. Most of the huge social evils are based on lies. Hitler's Aryan nation was built on a lie. Socialism is generally built on a lie. Communism and all the other utopias that the social scientists and the people with the, lots of degrees on their that are spousing most of them are lies. I'm not saying everything they say is a lie. A good hunk of it's a half lie. I mean, there's, there are so much half lies going on, which is understand that's what the devil did in the garden of Eden. It was a half lie. Had a little bit of truth in it. So it was feasible, but it wasn't the truth. Those lies are wrong to be perfectly clear. Not telling the whole truth is a lie as well. No uh, looking for the loopholes, as the saying goes. The last, the 10th commandment, is do not covet, which most liberals really suffer from. Now, I say that because they're always wanting or attacking somebody's, you know, fortune or their car or how they do something if they're conservative. If they're liberal, they can do whatever. Do not covet means do not want to desire to the point of breaking them. It's not good to do it, period, but especially to the point of actually acting on it something that isn't yours. That's how stealing happens. That's how murder happens. That's how adultery happens. Okay. So again, these, these overlap, but do not covet. Even in the mental case. If you are thinking about, you know, somebody else's stuff all the time, it's not healthy and it's a sin. And therefore it's bad for you. Sin is always bad for you. Just FYI. So, don't desire other people's stuff. Live within your means. But these five more laws, Jesus tried to summarize just to make life easier. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Kind of summarizes because you love your neighbor, you're not going to cheat on his Why, if you're not going to murder him, you're not going to steal his stuff, you're not going to bear false witness against him. Works the same way. But it's important to have them listed out, I think. So, those are the basis of all moral decisions, to be quite honest. Now, I'm I'm totally cognizant of the fact that when in this podcast is released which is October 5th it's less than 30 days to the election here in America the pick between who you're going to vote for should be hugely based on how these people interpret these five laws regardless of where their stance stands on any specific project or anything as far as what they want to get accomplished because how they do these five things will determine everything else. They're not going to raise somebody's taxes because they're rich by 10 to 15% to get more money so they can, quote, give to the poor, which it's called buying votes in a lot of ways. But they're actually terrible at giving to the poor because the poor, I, I see poor all the time, they're not getting anything. What they're actually doing is they're using that money, a good hunk of it, to pay off their friends and political contributions. You know, for a program to like administer Obamacare that costs, you know, a thousand times what any other program costs. And I could go off these illustrations literally all day long. So summarizing. Look at their stance on murder, i.e. abortion. Look at their stance on stealing. Look at their stance on coveting. Look at their stance on moral issues. I mean, sexual issues, you know. That's how you should determine who to vote for. Which of the one is best at the actual laws of doing that, not which actually does it. Because that's one that will get you in trouble, too. But anyway, I can't talk about these five laws enough, but they're the summation of the morals in which we are to live. And to be clear, Jesus, Christianity, the apostles, there's no new information given by Jesus because he was there when these commandments were given. All of these are still valid today. You should not murder. You should not steal. You should not commit sexual sins. You shouldn't covet. You shouldn't bear false witness. No matter what the order is, you can list covet fifth or sixth. It doesn't matter the order. Just so you understand those five moral commands, you'll be much better off. Now next week, we'll talk about when Jesus does give an, a new commandment directed at the church and at Christians. But that's for next week. Hope you have a nice day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Vorthos podcast. Visit Vorthos.net for more information. That's Vorthos V-O-R-T-H-O-S.net. You may follow at Vorthos on Twitter. The views and opinions expressed on the Vorthos Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Vorthos Podcast. Any content provided by Matt or our guest are their opinion and not intended to malign or insult anyone or anything. Matt W. Ruff can be reached at mattwruff at forthos.net. That's M-A-T-T-W-R-U-F-F at V-O-R-T-H-O-S.net.